I'm trying to do a killer croc impression. I'm like, I don't know if I can pull it up. I do. What you need is a voice like this, Dave. Yeah, you gotta like, you yeah, gotta get down here. here. Yeah, down well, here. it's funny because. Travel. Yeah, because I was thinking about a line, and the only line that was coming to me is not this episode. It was like, I threw a rock at him, you know? And I was like, yeah, everyone's going to almost got him because yeah. it's so classic. <laughs> That's the line that you think about when it comes to Killer Croc, man. Uh, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to Batman the Fanimated Stream. I am Dave, uh, the film junkie, and with me, as always, Mr. Scott McClellan. How's it going, sir? Doing fine. It, I've been enjoying been a, quite the bit of the Batman. Oh content. my lord! It's been a Batman kind of day, man. I mean, I tell you, obviously it's DC fandom, and we're doing this later than usual because, well, there was a lot of things that happened, and we were just on a stream like 20 minutes ago, talking yeah. about all that stuff. <laughs> exactly. However, I did want to start off. I got a new Batman animated piece of merchandise that I wanted Ooh. to show off. Okay, bring it out direct from the Funko store. Look at crouching nice. beyond, yeah. Crouching, oh man, that's beautiful. Yeah, there's the image, so you can kind of see because he's even got even got the little wing out. Yep. I cannot wait till we get to Batman Beyond. I oh, love man, this series. Gonna, yes, it's going to be great, fantastic, and and then also, I mean, it can hopefully. I mean, as long we we have so much to even still cover when it comes to the previous animated shows, we have a future animated show that's coming out in 2023 that was talked about today. <laughs> Oh, so, God. It, I, I felt Bruce Tim and J I mean, you had Matt Reeves, you had JJ Abrams, you had uh, James Tucker and Bruce Tim. But, you know, I'm sorry when you start by saying this is more Batman, the animated series than Batman, the animated series. I just went. Excuse me. Yeah, that was it. I was like, I, I literally was like, <laughs> you just I mean, I was already on you know, all set for this. But my God. When you said that, I was like, it, it, and it just brought it brought me back to what we always say right here, where we're, when they when these episodes push the boundaries of a kids show, mm -hmm. and then you have Bruce Tim going like, yeah, I'm kind of hoping it just you know the restrictions I had over here now I can kind of do because we were kind of wondering about this. Is this going to be you know mainly to kids? What's going to be happening with this new animated series, The Cape Crusader? And then they just kind of cleared it up. I mean, we didn't. I mean, it's still not coming out for, I mean, we have to wait a whole like year, year and a half, whatever, which sucks, but you know, we got plenty of episodes to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Then. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like, it was refreshing to be like, oh, well, if Bruce Tim is saying like, oh, I'm going to be able to do what I initially wanted to do back in the nineties, bring it, please. Oh God, please, please. Bring oh. it. And he talks about, and then of course he says buzzwords for me. That's like, we really want to hit that noir feeling wow. with some of that German expressionism. Out of the like, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm just like, yes. And they please. showed that, that test footage that he uh, pitched. It wasn't you know, test footage. It was an actual oh, anniversary short. That's right. And I don't know why I keep on saying test footage. Sorry about that. But yeah, yeah it showed that. Days. Yes. Yeah. It showed that. And, you know, and it's like, and I like the fact that he, uh, what's his name was like going like, it's not going to be in black and white unless, you know, I can convince them to do an episode. It was James like, Tucker. Yeah. yeah. I was like, please do an episode in black and white. That would be sweet. Oh, I would man. totally love that. I mean, I wouldn't hate it. If they decided to do it in black and white, I'd be like, what's the problem? I'd be like, okay. yes, yes, please, sir. I, I mean, have some more. I mean, you're, oh. yes, you're going for a tone, black and white. That's that works with the tone you're going for. Yeah. So. Anyway, so what's up, guys? We got Eric here. We got Tim. How's it Yay. going, guys? Jason, good to see you as always. Mr. Venom. Hola, Cara. 
We got some people here. We got uh, Andre here. Uh, good to see you. And uh, yeah, hopefully you guys were enjoying everything that happened today. We got Rhett also here too. Excited for this. Yeah, exactly. Know, so are we. Yes. We definitely are too. I mean, when they started talking about it, I was like, all right. Because, you know, when it came to DC Phantom, it's like, you know, you're ma we're mainly, I mean, the CW shows mm, have kind of fallen off, you know. I think we could agree on that. Like, we've yeah. kind of fallen off on that. So when that stuff was happening, it was just like, ah, whatever. Uh, but then all of a sudden, when it finally got into that, it was like, all right. Let me know about this. Are we going to, but I was disappointed that we're not going to get it till 2023, but it's okay. I can wait. I can wait. There's plenty. Of, we got plenty of Batman coming in 2022. I, I got, I've got, I got, I got stuff to watch, man. Yes. I, I don't need anything else on the list right now. Right? Yeah. I mean, seriously. And I love when they were talking about, like, I mean, how it's just going to be a very year one, very, he's not going to have the tech that he has now because we even talked about it in the last stream. But for anybody who didn't watch it, it's just the fact that, you know, when you when we watch these episodes, he's already established. Yes. I mean, of course, when it comes to Batman the Fan, uh, Mask of the Phantasm, I almost said Batman the Phantomated. Uh, I know, right? yeah, that's yeah, so easy. But uh, when it comes to Mask of the Phantasm, yeah, we get that origin story, which is great. You know, we get a little bit of that, but we're gonna get an entire series that's gonna have that. And I'm kind of wondering too. Somebody even asked me, like, well, they didn't announce voice casting, so can we assume that it's going to be the OGs of Conroy? Hannah? I would like, say we could assume it's not going yes. to be. I told them, I was like, I doubt it. I doubt it. it's going to be them. It's going to be a whole, it's going to be a different voice cast. And, uh, you know, I mean, yes, as much as we would love to hear those voices again. Yeah, it just seems like it's going to move on to somebody else, you know, but they're not going to not going to be. For, they're gonna be great voices too you know obviously I mean, honestly we we've spent i mean because you know me dave i love this animation stuff so yes. like all all the director home video movies trust me i've listened to enough people who are not kevin conroy wow. be the voice of batman and guess what actually one of my favorite voices is like bruce greenwood yeah. you know are I mean, you familiar with him um which one did he do or which one uh, he did uh under the red hood Okay, yeah. And then and then because the same team that did Under the Red Hood, he's the guy who's the voice of Batman on Young Justice. Okay. See? I mean, yeah, and there and every bat voice that I I've, I've never been like, yeah, that was awful. What are you talking about? I mean, even recently with uh Jansen Eccles with a uh, Long oh, Halloween. He was fabulous he was in Long great. Halloween. He's great. Yeah. You know, and I you know, and I loved Peter Weller in Dark Knight Returns and you know, he had a good bat voice, you know. I you can't discriminate. I mean, yes, when I read a comic book, I hear it in Kevin Conroy's voice. Sure, because I grew up with that. But, you know, there hasn't been a bat voice where I went, Ugh, what? Just yeah. Even Jokers. There's been some good Jokers out there, too. Like, that's not Mark Hamill. That oh, yeah. Emulated a little bit, you know, so. Uh, John DiMaggio from Under the Red Hood. He mm -hmm. he does a he did a good one. I think he also did a different variation because I think he was also the Joker for the, the Brave and the Bold series. Mm. Did you ever watch the Brave and the Bold? Oh, yeah, yeah. With uh, what's his name from uh, from Drew Carey show that did uh, Diedrich Bader? Oh, yeah. yeah, Diedrich Bader. Yeah, I can never remember his name. Yeah, I that that show was like. It was such a, uh, you know, because it didn't take it too seriously. And it, it, was, it was Silver Age. It was like, exactly. this is what a Silver Age comic you know, Exactly. This is what a Silver Age comic book was like. You know, like yeah. When people want to talk about like Batman 66, it's like, no, you need to understand. They were doing what the 
books were doing at the time. Exactly. It's not like they were trying to make a parody, really. You know, it was like, that's how it was. And I love the fact that he came back and he's doing the voice. He's doing the voice for Harley Quinn, right? I yeah, he's, he's Batman that. and yeah. Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah. And I love yeah. the fact that he's still doing it. You know, it's awesome. But, uh, but anyways, guys, yeah, we're going to be talking about Vendetta, which is another great episode in our introduction to Killer Croc. I mean... Okay, so first thing that works in its favor, when we get our title credit sequence... Written by Michael Reeves, yeah. who was one of the co-writers of the Clayface two-parter. There it is. So we, oh. yeah, we already know we're in for it. I mean, even that title card is just fucking, they got the eyes and you just kind of got a silhouette and it just says Vendetta. And like, like if you're not even familiar, I mean, because this was, I didn't know Killer Croc. I didn't know Killer Croc. Yeah, no. exactly. And it's so funny because going back to this, I'm like, wow, this was the introduction to Killer Croc. I, for me, I was like, I thought there was. Because I know there's been other episodes where you get more of his backstory, um, like where he kind of came from, like being a sideshow. Side show. Well, there's, and, the, and there's the episode called Sideshow. Yeah. I think yeah. I always thought like that was maybe like the first introduction to it, but it's not. It's this one that's a very Harvey Bullock heavy episode because of things that happen within it. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, this this episode, I mean, it's you, you get a you get a sense of the atmosphere. And uh, of this episode right off the beginning because it's just it's a rainy Gotham. Oh my god, it rains the whole freaking episode. Everything's I mean, wet. <laughs> oh my god, this was such a noir episode. Like this like, one leaned into the noir and, so hard. And coming off like watching that new Batman trailer, I mean, it was just kind of funny because after all of that and doing all, and I was like, all right, gotta watch the episode. And putting it on, I'm like, geez, this is just the tone of Batman right now. It's just this noir, you know, hearing about the Cape Crusader series and then watching that that Batman trailer and then going into this, I'm like, this is a perfect one for today. My God, because everything I, I'm gloomy and wet and i gotta tell you, for people who maybe don't i mean when we talk noir i mean i i gotta say go check out pretty much any almost any movie that has humphrey bogart in it oh, of course but yeah. really like go check these things out because you really do appreciate more what these animators and these writers were doing like like they're calling they have a tradition that they are calling back on i mean watch the maltese falcon watch the big sleep and mm -hmm. really appreciate what they're trying to do with Batman. Oh, it's, yeah. it's glorious. It's, it's all here. It's all here. And, you know, it was like, I actually have a note where I actually put like, is the bat suit waterproof? <laughs> Cause he is like, yes. rained on. He's, he's getting in the water. Yeah. Dude, that was one of the questions. That was a specific question I had for this episode was, is the bat suit waterproof? I mean, it's got to be. Maybe he's got a specific one because we assume that it's cloth. You mm -hmm. know, the, the boots are probably good and the, the cowl and everything. It's probably got like a leathery, watery kind of, you know, like it maybe. But I'm like, all right, does he have a specific suit when it comes to these rainy nights? And it's like he's got it, right? Being he's got it. Yeah. Scotch guard on it or some kind of something on it where it just the water quick, just that, kind of that quick off. dry material. So when yeah. he gets out, it just kind yeah. of like, yeah. You know? And he's not walking around with squishy boots and stuff because that, that would kind of like ruin it for you right there. Uh, oh, sorry, Dodger fans. The uh, Braves won the first game. <laughs> sorry, it just happened right now. I I'm a little, was like, you got baseball on me. I have I a little that. bit of a bad taste in my mouth after the game on Thursday. I'm sorry. So, but uh, Jose, if you're out there, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 which one? <laughs> oh. <laughs> sorry there, buddy. 
<laughs> Sorry there, you know, I'm just saying, you know. Ugh. Anyways, let's back to it. But yeah, so basically what's happening in this episode is they're trans they're transporting a uh you know one of those um somebody who's gonna be going up in a in a hearing, you know, An for informant. a case. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Informant. However, I this is where I step in. Mm. That informant is already an Easter egg. Oh, who is he? Did you write down his name? Uh, Spider Conway. Okay. Conway. Sorry. Yeah. Jerry Conway is the co-creator of Killer Croc. Oh, they, well, there you go. They I named love him after the writer who created the character. That's awesome. Any specific voice? Probably not, right? There's no, no, no nothing with the voice, but just the name of the character. That's was like, cool. I was like, Spider. they said, Spider Conway. I went, Conway. Uh, Did he... I went, okay, Killer Croc. And went, yep, created by Jerry Conway. I went, I was right. Do, like right off the bat, they just kind of go like like one of the guys comes is like, he says something, he just calls him, you know, he just calls him Conway. You know? And I was like, all right, his name's Conway. And then all of a sudden you hear that it's Spider Conway. Um, but yeah, he's being transported through, you know, on, on a boat, which is interesting. And uh, of course it's a stormy night and there, you know, you got the helicopters out. I mean, it's, man, it just starts off just, it starts off with a specific tone. You're like, all right, the shit's going to go down. And then of course it does go down. Yeah. My note just says so much. Yes. Yeah, so much, <laughs> so, much, so rain. much rain. And, and so you got Bullock and uh, Gordon. They're kind of just like, they're, they, it's funny too because when we when we see uh gordon um uh was it i don't know it wasn't with that no it was like uh well first off like when when he's on there like first off conway is just kind of like nervous because he knows that somebody's mm-hmm. gonna come after him he knows like I, I, i'm just i'm not safe here and then sure enough there's a bomb that gets like strapped right to the boat and which by the way so creepy because it's like yeah. This episode, uh, to add to the noir atmosphere, this episode is played off like such a mystery because you don't, if you're like us, you're 10 watching this, you, mm. and you don't know who Killer Croc is, this weird shadow arm pops out of the water just, and just slaps it, right it on. on. And you're it, like, it, what? Yeah. You're like, how did that even, how is that even possible? And yeah, and then sure enough, like that happens, and then everybody just kind of like abandoned ship. But then, of course, another shadowy figure shows up where Conway is and grabs him. And then the boat blows up. Batman is watching, you know, watching with binoculars, and like it's a cool little shot too, where it just blows up, and it's just like what the. And his cape is like yeah, it's just from the extreme, just like holy shit, yeah. I'm not sure if you recognized it, but this was a Spectrum episode. Oh, of course. oh yeah, the animation's top notch. Animation <laughs> yeah. definitely top notch. Yeah, one hundred percent. And then uh, they're kind of just like wondering what was going on. And then, um, you know, when we're seeing Bullock for the first time, and I like the fact that because you know he's 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 always he's definitely that noir type cop with the long trench coat, the hat. He's just got that. He's also got the toothpick. You know, right? Because they couldn't give him a cigar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, <laughs> if they really wanted to go big time. He'd be like, you know, he, he'd have a stogie in his mouth the whole time. But, you know, toothpick, it's also pretty noirish, too. You got to have noir-ish. something that you're just yeah, kind of. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something about a toothpick. I like, I, you know, sometimes after a good meal, I like having a toothpick in the mouth. And, you know, even when you're done picking your teeth, it's just kind of like, I don't know, there's something about it. I get it. I totally get it. But um, so, yeah, we have that. And uh, after all that happens, uh, we do cut to where 
we have some drama between Gordon and Bullock where he's just like, Gordon wants to take him off the case because he's too close to it. There's mm -hmm. stuff that's happened. And we're kind of like, I, what I like about this episode is because we've been introduced to Bullock before, but we don't quite know. Like, you know, we, we know he doesn't, he's not, he's not all about Batman. And then even Batman knows this. So Batman's kind of going, huh? I don't know about this guy, you know? And, um, we're in the know, dark as much as Batman is. Yeah. And then when Batman again, but they still wrote dialogue between Gordon and Bullock. That's yeah. like, they're talking about things that we don't have context for what they're saying. Exactly. exactly. We don't know exactly what's going on. So that's what I really like about it. Cause we're kind of very much in the shoes of Batman. And then Batman even goes back to that doc and finds a toothpick and he's like, Oh, got some evidence here. Again, he like swims. That's where I immediately went, Is the bats who waterproof? <laughs> it's got even be, right? before then. He goes up into like basically like IA and goes looking through the personnel file. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pulls out Bullock's file. Oh, is that before that? Oh, yeah, that yeah, was, it was before, before that. yeah. Because yeah, he's because Batman's that. already on the ledge outside of Gordon's office. Yeah. Shoots the grappling gun up there to go look at the file. Bullock I... goes to find his file and his file is gone and of course bullock's like what's up with my file why is my file yeah. not here okay so that's one of the scenes i wanted to like show because they're oh my god there's such a beautiful fucking shot um there's such a beautiful shot and i remember when i was like uh doing a rewatch when it was the first on hbo max and this episode showed up i was i tweeted out that specific shot because i was like Holy shit. Like this, this, this shot right here is just, it's just so pretty and so beautiful. So obviously we have this uh, scene right here where this is all happening. And yeah, he kind of just goes, they have that. Oh, wait, it's before this. Sorry about that. It's right here. A lot of ugly ancient history is bound to come up. So yeah, rain, 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 grappling hook. This shot right here. Oh, come on, dude. I mean, the lightning strike, the eyes, the silhouette, that shot right there is so pretty. Oh, that animation. Spectrum. <laughs> yes. Spectrum. Yes. Thank it's you. Good Lord, man. That shot is just, oh, yeah, that's a, that, that's one of my favorite shots of the whole series right there. Because it, it's just rain, 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 thunder, thunder. And it's just the fact that it, the lightning just illuminates him and you just see the eyes and the silhouette. Ah, oh. oh, spectrum. Just so pretty. So but yeah, pretty. so he goes into the, uh, the, into the files and, and grabs Bullock's file. But then what's interesting about the scene is the fact that Bullock comes in and tries to look for his file too. And Batman's in there and Bullock just, I forgot exactly what he says. Um, it's something like like oh yeah buried in the past yeah, yeah. right yeah and it, and it again that makes you a little if you were batman you'd be like this guy there's this guy is guilty. why are you going for your file like why yeah. are you looking for your file and then you said that to yourself like you're happy that the file's not there you know and it's just it just yeah so you could totally understand why batman is like huh but at the same time, it's not like Batman's just going to go like, all right, I'm going to go after this guy right away. No, he's still going to do some digging. He's still going to do some digging, of course. And, um, you know, and then when he goes, um, when he when we cut to Wayne Manor and then it's just funny how like Alfred is just doing some dusting, some dusting on the desk. And the only thing on the desk is the Bullock file. <laughs> it's just it's just chilling there. Why is it? Why is it not in the Bat Cave? It's it's up on a random desk <laughs> in Wayne Manor. 
and Alfred's going to be nosy enough to go hmm, a little light yeah. reading, sir. Yeah, exactly. And then Bruce starts talking about it and just basically just goes, hey, I don't know about this guy. I mean, that's what Bruce starts doing. He starts going, I, I have a suspicion about this guy. I don't know. Um, I don't know what's going on with him. And then all of a sudden he pulls out the toothpick and he goes, yeah, I found this toothpick where the scene was by the dock and everything close to where things were happening. And it's just like, it's interesting because we all, we saw Bullock flick the toothpick, but was, you know, but we were like, huh, that's what, again, that's why I like about this episode, because if you're watching it firsthand, the first time you kind of go, huh, maybe Bullock is a, a shady piece of shit. Well, I mean, he's already, I mean, we already think he's a piece of shit, but it's like, yeah. but is he just, is he dirty? That's what there's we a, don't know. There's a Gordon line that comes up that I love that. he. Oh yeah. I, I think, you know, you're talking about what I'm talking about. There's a Gordon line. That's great. That when he talks about Bullock. So, um, so then we get to, uh, we go back to uh, where uh, Conway is who wakes up in this weird, like cave, like setting with like a, a mask over him and he doesn't know. I mean, it's, this is like a, you know, a horror movie kind of segment. I mean, yes. kind of you're, you're waking up in a, in a cave that has some water and you're like, and the only thing that's illuminating is a lantern. And you're like, what the hell? And then the way, the way that croc shows up with the bubbles and then all of a sudden, just, you know, and we don't, this first time we don't get, we don't see him. We just see Conway's reaction. Yes. We just know that there's something that's going on. We don't actually see Croc yet, um, but we see his reaction and we're just like, what the fuck? Like, you know, if you're again, if you're watching this without knowing any knowledge, you're like, what is happening here? Because we've there's something going on that might be supernatural that's going on here. We don't know what is happening with the bomb, with him getting kidnapped. And then we're in this creepy fucking cave layer thing. So, yeah. It definitely yeah. has a horror. I, I mean, it, again, same writer as Clayface. I mean, yes, <laughs> definitely got that horror vibe. Vibe. Uh, by the way, um, did you hear like Matt Mike Flanagan? Remember? Uh, did you hear that way like, he wanted to like he tweeted out that he would want to make a Clayface horror movie? Dude, right, 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 right. I know. When I brought that up in my show, I was like, dude, we just talked about Feet of Clay and how we were like, this is a horror movie. If anybody's going to do it, him, him, <laughs> him, yes. <laughs> he no literally one, tweeted that out at the beginning no of the one's year. Doing, no one's doing horror, his kind of horror. Like, that's the yeah. thing is because there's different kinds of horror. I still haven't watched no Midnight Mass. horror like Mike. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm in for a treat. I know. I know. But I love Dr. Yep. Yeah, come on. I mean, like when he apparently he tweeted that out at the beginning of the year, but it started making the rounds again. And I'm just like black label Joker. Instead of doing Joker two, can we do this? I mean, I'm like, come on. I mean, just have a one off. You can easily. Oh, man. Oh but yeah, God, it would be totally like think about the Clayface episode. It would be totally uh -huh. like a. Frankenstein. Uh, oh, yeah. He even man. Uh, it would be a horror tragedy, horror thriller tragedy. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's what he said. He said those specific three words, horror, thriller, tragedy. And I'm like, yeah, he knows. He saw that episode and he knows that he could probably do something with it. I'm just all right. So I just brought that up a little tangent right there. But, you know, there's some horror elements in here, too, because we're talking about a, a dude who's you know, Half, I like, I like, and yeah. I love how they never really this series never really gives you an explanation for Killer Croc. 
And I like, like that. It just, yeah. he is. Yeah. It's like he was born this way. It was like a, it was a defect, you know, like he just has like a disorder, like a skin kind of like what, like what is, yeah. But you never go like big time. I mean, of course, Batman does his digging and uh, it, you know, there's a funny part when it comes to that too, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just like, you just kind of go, all right. Yeah. He's just a dude that was born with like this, um crocodile like skin and you know and, and he's got strength you know as you know he just but they never fully go into it yeah i don't even think throughout yeah throughout the series we just kind of no. get a little bit of the backstory of that he was a sideshow wrestler and then he turned to a wrestler and then went to life of crime that's yes, pretty exactly much what, that's all the yeah. it's all in this episode it's like that's all pretty much in this episode. yeah yeah so then we get batman showing up to uh Rupert Thorne's greenhouse. And I love how Rupert Thorne, like on a stormy night, he's just in his greenhouse. I mean, you kind of wonder gloves on. He's got the apron on. He's just like, (laughs) I'm like, I guess this is what mob bosses do. Like, you know, they have to keep busy at some point when they're not, you know, knocking somebody off or trying to make deals or whatnot. He's got a little greenhouse on the top of a sky rise, of course, but you know, and man, Batman shows up and he wants, he wants some answers and he just kind of just breaks right in and goes, let's do this. Yeah. I also, I also love how Thorne is totally like non plus. He's just like, Oh, you. Okay. Yeah. And, and again, then- like, yeah. When we talk about Thorne's like sarcasm and then, you know, Batman's like, I want some answers. And then, and then all of a sudden we see the goons start coming in and he goes, Oh, I got answers for you. 38 caliber. Answers. Like, ah, there's that wit. There's that thorn wit. Ah, look at you. <laughs> oh, uh, but at the same time, Batman just goes, all right, you want to play this game? And then he just goes, he just puts him as a shield. He just yes. makes on a shield. And, and then he goes, and he, and he basically says, better hope your men is really good at shots. It's hot in here. Let's get some air. <laughs> you know? And then Batman just goes, yeah, we're going to go outside. And then we're going to just jump off the building. <laughs> yeah. Of course, shoots a grappling hook, yeah. swings around. But what I love, though, is when he's trying to talk to him and Thorne is still not giving him the answers. And no. he's like pulling the cord out of his yeah. belt, hooks it onto him. It's like. All right. Have All right, fun. Man. Yeah. Doesn't really have answers. And then he just ties ties on the thing and just launches them the rest of the way. And then of course he's just hanging there and he yells at his goons to get him down. But you know, it's just it's a it's a good scene too, because I just love how Batman is like he's just feeling it that night. It's stormy. It's I mean, it's almost like you know, going back to the Batman where you're just like, I don't give a fuck. I mean, that scene where Pattinson's Batman's just like gets to the point where like you're shooting at me i don't care and he just just uh, just takes it and yeah, then somebody. it was almost like batman's like all right you're gonna you know what thorn i don't care we're just gonna we're gonna go flying off a building right now let's get i'm gonna get some answers out of you and even though thorn didn't have any answers <laughs> that's well, the thing because what, what this what this does do if you're paying attention mm-hmm. is everyone's assuming that whatever happened to Spider Conway was Thorn yeah. trying to shut him up because Conway's testimony was supposed to be against Thorn. Yeah. Thorn thinks that whatever Conway's got, you know, he's covered. Like, you yeah. got to have. So the whole point is Batman is having to start to connect the dots to realize Thorn is not behind, you know, Conway's disappearance. 
And, and I love that too. The fact that he's, he's, he's covering all, you know, he's just, he, he knows what he, who it's almost like, you know, just, it's just Batman doing his detective work. That's exactly yes. what he's doing. He's connecting the dots. Like you said. And I just love the fact that we have this scene with Thorne because that's it. That's it. You know, it's like, there's no more. He just like, Hey, there's Thorne there. He questions him. It's a cool little scene. And then that's it, you know, and he's just covering his bases. He knows what he has to do to figure it out. He's just doing his detective work. It's it's absolutely fantastic. But yeah, so we got all that. And then <laughs> and then it's funny, too, because then we have Gordon. We go back to Gordon, who uh, is walking to his car. And I love his line where because Batman sneaks up I on him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I have the line written down. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. There, yeah. I have cats that make more noise than you. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, it's true. It's like, yeah, you just see, I have cats that make more noise than you. More of that dynamic of, uh, you know, the Gordon and Batman relationship. I love it. But this scene is great because I think it's really an interesting dynamic that Gordon trusts Bullock. Yeah. And yes. Batman's the one that's questioning him. And mm -hmm. the fact that. Bullock's actually clean. You know, he, he is a, he's not a dirty cop. He's a, yeah. he can be a jerk, but he's not dirty. And, and that's where the, the great line comes in where he says, like, Bullock is hard to work with, even harder to like. And I'm like, <laughs> I love that. I love that. That was a great line. Absolutely. But fantastic. just because he's hard to like doesn't make him a yes. dirty cop. Yes. And then I love Gordon's line when Batman disappears. He goes, for one, for one, for once, uh, he's all, for once, my friend, I hope your instincts are wrong. Yes. And I was like, damn, man, this is, it, it's, this is, it's good writing, guys. It's just really good writing when it comes to this because, yeah, we all, we all, and even Gordon knows, yeah, Bullock sucks. He's a fucking, yeah. he's a slob, he's gross, but I trust the man, you know, and I, and I, and I, and I think they, you know, going to like the Gotham series. I really think that they kind of, you know, they showed a lot of that when it came to jo uh, Gordon and, and Bullock in that aspect of it too. I really enjoyed their back and forth because specifically season one, when Gordon was like the new guy or whatever the heck. Yeah. You know, and, and, and then we saw that Bullock was kind of like a, you know, he's had some shadiness and there were some things that he had to learn. And Bullock was like, dude, this is the way it is like this. And I, I really, really enjoyed that. I think they kind of lost that little dynamic a little bit throughout. The yeah, series. they did. Mm -hmm. The season, season one, they really, that was what really uh, got me to watch it a lot. I really enjoyed the Bullock and Gordon relationship in, uh, in the Gotham series season one. And uh, you know, it was just in this episode really kind of, you know, establishes a little bit of that here too. So but I just really love that line when he goes like, for once, I hope your instincts are wrong. Because to be Gordon in this situation, you have Batman who's like, I don't know about your boy. But then he's like, yeah, but I I, I get it. But you just talk but about your boy. I, I, like, yeah. I, I trust him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and then even though when it came to this, he had to like approach him and say like, hey, I got to take you off this case. You're too you're too connected to this case. You know, there's just Gordon really goes through the ringer here when it comes to like the people he associates with, man. Well, and then so. we get the next scene, which looks like it's Bullock wanting to visit a prisoner, Joey yeah. the Snail. Uh huh. And you know that ain't Bullock. I'm of sorry. course, he's all dripping wet and stuff. I love the fact that there's that he approaches like the guard. And he's just like, and, and when you see Bullock, you only see the eyes, you know, but you see like the rest, but he's dripping wet. I love, again, ever, there's so much, there's a lot of wet in this. 
Because <laughs> it's still raining. It's, it's, yeah, there's a bad storm happening. But it's just like he's, yeah, he's doing that. And then, of course, the guard is like, hey, well, I got to make sure you have authority. And then, of course, when he starts looking through the book, he just slams him up against the oh, wall man. and just like knocks him out, grabs the keys and then gets in there. And then, um, you know, he's still doing the bullet compression. But then all of a sudden he, you know, like we don't see it again. Again, right. they do a very good job. They do a very good job of like not revealing Croc. We see the shadow and we know that he like takes the hat off and he's, you know, the snail's like. Uh, you uh, you know it's like frightening again mm -hmm. there's a horror aspect on this too man god maybe flanagan will want to do a killer croc movie as well uh <laughs> yeah but um and then um let's see where are we at here so he sees the paper uh oh yeah so then we get um we get batman who finds a scale well first off we have now before that sorry we have bullock like after this whole thing happens, Bullock and Montoya are just eating at some diner. Of course, we have Bullock eating. You know, that's just a uh, yeah, it's a common thing for his character. And then all of a sudden, these cops just show up, just guns pulled, and Bullock is like, "What the fuck?" You know, boop. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, so and then we cut to like in the Batcave um, that Batman sees it in the paper. But before that, we actually saw that Batman found like a little scale. You know, this always, is, I'll be honest, as a kid, the way that scale was drawn, I thought it looked like a tooth. Thank like, you. Okay, good, good. I'm <laughs> not the only one. Okay. Because, good. yeah, I mean, it was funny, too, because when that scene happened, I, I was typing my notes. I'm like, Batman finds a tooth. And I'm like, it's not a tooth. That's right. It's a scale. And I was like, because it just, that's my first thought when I thought when I was a kid, I've too. Always thought it, it looks like a tooth. tooth. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. No, it's not a tooth. That doesn't make sense. Why would like there be a random his tooth or, you know, his teeth look or sharp and look right. like gator mm -hmm. teeth or, or uh, crocodile teeth, you know, and I was like, and I was like, no, wait, it's not that it's like a, it's a scale, but it does very much look like a tooth. But it's like, how do you how do you animate or how do you even show like an animation what a scale looks like, I guess? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying no, no. ever since I was 10, like yeah. I just. I thought that looked like a tooth to me. Very much looks like a tooth. Um, and then so Batman is examining that. Alfred is talking about it. And then, uh, you know, and then start, Then this is where Batman starts realizing that maybe Bullock is not the prime suspect of all this. And he starts questioning himself, doing what Batman does. That's what you're supposed to do. You know, in detective work, you're supposed to be like, hey, well, you know, the evidence is now showing something different. I don't know what's going on here. And he's even looking at the scale going, it's not exactly... 100% like a reptile scale, but it's got some human DNA or like human structure into it. So, right. Yeah. The cellular structure is human. Yeah. This is the one part of the episode that takes a leap that I just, I'm like, okay, you just had to get there. I, I have to go with you because, you know, Alfred's <laughs> delivering that soup. And when you inevitably let it get cold, sir, I want you to remember that it's in a microwavable crock. Crock? <laughs> Alfred, you're brilliant. Okay, so this is where it kind of goes off the reservation. Yes, yes, I was the same way because I'm like, well, first off, I do enjoy the fact that Alfred is saying that when it goes cold, because he knows that there's been plenty of times where Alfred has left food out for Bruce, and it Bruce just doesn't need it because he's going out, and then all of a sudden it's just it just goes cold. I'm sure that's happened many times. I like that, but then of course, yeah, he has to drop the whole croc thing, and then instead of 
Batman going into his supercomputer and just going, he has to actually go visit SeaWorld. Yes. To be like, crocodile. Yeah. It was just like, really, dude? Underwater cave. (laughs) He had a literally, like, you had this computer that could find so many things. And he literally, like, uses that computer to find newspapers to find out who Croc is later on. But he had to like literally take a day to just go to this <laughs> park, like SeaWorld type place to be like, crocodile. Yeah, that's what it is. That's where this episode kind of goes off. I mean, yeah. it, it, it was a, it was a little it was a little tangent. It made its yeah. own little tangent and then got right back. It, it know, does. It gets right back into it. But I, I literally started laughing. I'm like, did he really just do that? Oh, I was like, Alfred, just because Alfred mentioned that. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> and then and then, of course, you know, he I. OK, confession. I love this bat boat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The bat sub or whatever. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. That's what I love about it. It's yeah. a speedboat that becomes a sub yeah. when he needs it to. I yep. dig that. Oh, I love that. It's so Batman. It's so great. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I even wrote that. I wrote, I wrote Bat Sub. I'm like, yeah, I love how it just just does that. So, yeah, we get Batman showing up to Croc's like lair and he sees the kid, uh, the kidnapped guys. And he's just well, even before then, that, I want to talk about one thing yeah. that I, once again, I, I love the steps they go through because he puts on the rebreather, which I love yeah. the rebreather because when Batfleck had one in Suicide Squad. Oh, I very much was like, oh. Oh my god! I was like, I've seen that before. Yeah. I've seen that, and I've got that pop. By the way, it's, oh. it's unfortunately it's in the other room. But you know, I love. I was like, oh, that looks like animated series. I also mm-hmm. love the fact that they even bothered to go through the realism of before he opens the canopy, he has to pull a lever to fill up the cockpit. Yeah. So when he opens up the canopy, it's like, well, there's already there's already water, water here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly so just details like that man details like that but yeah he gets to the the crocs lair and he sees the guy and um and then um yeah we basically get this is where we actually finally get to see what croc looks like you know this is our wow it took forever it felt like yeah it really did like they they did a lot of teasing but that's that's just what you do especially when it comes to so I mean, I mean, look at the clay again, the feet of clay episode. We don't see Clayface till the very end of the first part. You know, it's just, it's a lot of like leading right. up and building up, and that's what I that's what's so great about these episodes and the writing of these episodes is like the build up to get there. Even the Two Face episode, we don't get to see Two Face till the end of that first part. You know, mm-hmm. it's just it's good. It's just that's just good writing, guys. Just good. And so I I loved how we and I I love how Batman gets his ass kicked. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And and by the way, uh, Spider Conway and Joey the Snail, those little bitches like they were. (laughs) They booked it. They're like, oh, we've got some rebreathers. We're going to just get the fuck out of here. We're going to go to freedom. But then Batman's like, "Uh -uh, uh uh-uh, uh-uh. And he goes after him, ties them up and then makes sure that they're good which is a very Batman like thing to do. But yeah, but then we got to realize that, you know, and then I think even Croc even mentions that about the wrestling Federation. So we kind of get like a little bit of like where he was and it's like, okay. And we kind of see that too, because yeah, like you said, Batman gets his ass handed to him because 
not only does he look have like the scales and the skin as a crocodile, he's also got the strength. And he even mentions that he's got the strength of a crocodile. Like, I don't know exactly how strong a crocodile's arms are, but the jaw, <laughs> the jaw. Yeah. 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 So pretty strong. Yeah. Cause you like crocodiles, it's their tail and their jaw. Yeah, the oh. tail, the tail too. The tail is probably pretty strong too. And so maybe that's what they were kind of going for when it, when it talks about that. I don't think they thought that. I don't think Michael thought that yeah. one through when There's, he wrote yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I was kind of like, eh, crocodiles are strong and little tiny arms, <laughs> you know, tail, maybe jaw probably. So, um, so then when all this is happening, um, the um, yeah, the two prisoners gave him, they ties him up. They got he gets those guys, and um, um, god, I'm, did I not write? I, I don't think I made well, a note of like, huh? well, because yeah. he, he goes back, he goes back to the back cave, yeah, and he goes back to the back cave, yeah, because he's on the computer and he's looking through all the microfiche. <laughs> I'm like, okay, take a poll. How many of you jokers even know what microfiche is? And how yeah. many of you have actually had to use microfiche? Because right. I have, you know. Yeah. I remember going I to the, the library back yes. in the day. Yeah. Well, I mean, people, you know, if you watch Batman 89, there's oh, a part where, right. where Knox finds like the clippings for, for Bruce Wayne and showing Freaky Vale. So there was, I mean, so some maybe some people like, you know, have definitely known what that was. So, but yeah. So he's going through it all and he just keeps going through it. Um, and even Alfred's like, you know, how, how long are you going to spin on this? And then he finally finds them and he finds the newspaper clippings. We see that he was, he went from carnival sideshow freak to wrestler to criminal. And yeah. And then apparently he escaped and now he's got it out for Bullock. And we're still, we still don't know exactly how it's like connected to Bullock, which is pretty cool too. Well, okay. Do we not know at this point? Because I thought he, I thought he found in the newspaper articles the fact that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's that, where. That okay, so then we start reviewing. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He starts. Re yeah, he says like that when he got arrested, it was Bullock that pretty much put him behind bars. So, and I think Conway and Joey get you know ratted. Like these two are rat. These two are snitches. Yeah. These, these two guys are not good. Yeah, they're snitches. Snitches get stitches. Um, so we start figuring that out. And then, um, so he figures out that, yeah, that Bullock and all that stuff. And then we get Bullock who gets out of being, you know, he got arrested. So now he's walking out of the, the precinct and he's getting hounded by the press. So he just wants to get to his car and get the hell out of there. And then Croc just comes out of the sewer and then just opens up and gets in the, gets in the car too. And it's funny because even Batman said like, he didn't know about this guy. You know, that was one of the things when he was telling Alfred, he goes, you know, he's researching this. He goes, I didn't know about this guy. So, I mean, that's that's kind of interesting. The fact that Batman, who pretty much has who knows a lot of what's happening, didn't know about this crocodile dude. But when Croc gets into the car and, you know, and then you see like Bullet goes Croc and he's just like he knew, you know, obviously he knows yes. exactly who it is. And it's just kind of like I just kind of find him like, oh, that's interesting because Batman had no idea. But this was very well known. In when it came to Bullock and GCPD and stuff like that, so I I I, I really like that that part. The fact that Batman was not in the know, and he's just we're in the eyes of Batman throughout yes. this episode because he has no idea what the fuck is going on, and now he's going. I gotta save Bullock's ass because that's what happens because we're in the car. Batman's in the car, 
I, I, I love the reveal oh. of like how he goes for Bullock and then you just see Batman's arm reach over and grab yeah. his wrist. And you're like, oh, he's in the back. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. And then, you know, of course, a lot of things are happening. And then uh, Bullock crashes the car. And uh, man, there's a really cool scene, too. Actually, let, let's watch that scene because it's it's a it's a good scene. Like you said. Um, yeah. Oh, you know, it's funny. I just even like fast forwarded to that part. Like when he said, like when he, uh, pulls that latch to like, f to fill up the, um, the, the, bat, the boat. bat boat. Yeah. It literally, it says Phil. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. It literally says Phil. Like, so it's like, yeah, he, so he knows like, like it's just, just so you know what he's doing, you know, it's, it's aesthetic for, uh, for the watcher, but yeah, let's watch this scene right here because it's pretty cool because there's something that happens when, I mean, just Batman and his quick reflexes. And I was like, God, Batman and his quick reflexes. I love it. So it's right here. Bullet gets in the car. It's a pretty intense scene. Here's the shadow. Drive, drive, drive. How did you escape? Yeah. The guards don't ever the sewers. Yeah. I love how the light, like... Uh huh. You got it. I want to get there. Yeah. Bam. You. You. God, that oh, jaw. I know, right? Just like just shoots out there like that. So he gets out and like, watch oh, where he yeah. throws the manhole cover and Batman just like shit. You know, it's just like damn. Quick reflexes, man. I just love I that. I love how Croc's arms are so long. That he sometimes, yeah. like, you watch him when he runs. He, like, occasionally, like, uses an arm like another leg as he's, yeah. like, trying to. But, you know, it's almost like he's, he's got too long and he can't quite run steadily. It, exactly. it makes him very animal-like. Does make it, yeah. And then, of course, you know, Bullock is just knocked out from the crash, of course. But I just, I just love that. We're like just the quick reflexes of Batman. I mean, you get somebody, sometimes somebody with super strength, uh, it throws a fucking manhole sewer cover at you, and he just immediately just ducks right back into the car and uses the car door as a shield. I just fucking love I actually rewound that when I was watching. I'm like, that's so cool. I love that. I also love the fact that he doesn't leave Bullock. He actually does check his pulse, make sure yes. he's still he's okay. Yes. Then he goes to go after you know, him. Go after Killer Croc. But then we get one of those um, one of those lines, one of those things where we kind of go like, "How do these people know?" Because what does Killer Croc say when we, we get down in the sewer again? I uh -huh. he, 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 I forgot what he says. Lean into it. He goes, it's not like a bat cave. Yeah, he goes, it ain't no bat cave. And I'm like, does he know? But what is that again? <laughs> I guess it's dialogue for the audience to be like, oh yeah, bat cave. But it's like, how does he know that Batman is a bat cave? Or maybe just assuming. Who knows? But I, I, just I kinda, actually just kind of took that as like bats live in caves. Yeah, I, maybe that's I, what it was. I might be looking too into it, but there's been other times where they talk. I'm sorry, about Bat Batman, Batman in the I got Batman in my basement has just kind of ruined us on anything being just sheer coincidence. Probably what happened. Point. That's what happened right there. So, um, but yeah. So then Batman uses you know, and I'm wondering like was eh, this inspiration for um for um. Batman Forever at the end when he, you know, the sonar, the sonar lenses that come down and he throws the big battering that just lights everything up because, you know, some red lenses come down and he uses like that light 
bomb thing whatever right. the hell he's basically is. he's yeah. got like intense like shades on yes. to, like dull the light i really he polar oh they're polarized like your sunglasses yes, yes. and that, that's what it is and so so just to like disorient um croc of course but you know it only just kind of does something for a little bit you know batman of course can get some some things in there but then it gets to a point where croc is just totally doing a bear hug on him and Going underwater, of course, he can breathe underwater. It's like, all right, how bat how's Batman gonna get out of this? Yeah, but he, of course, grappling gun. That's what yeah, that's that's all it that's all it takes, guys. What's really funny though is that like he's he's in the bear hug. I just think that Croc one, Croc is not that smart. You know, he's yeah. smart to a point, but not that smart. But I think he's also just so reliant on the idea of his strength that like Batman is literally like tying the grappling like around he, his arm, and Croc is like him. Whatever. I don't feel shit. And then he just shoots the, the grappling uh, gun out and it just launches. It launches Croc out of there, slams onto like a brick wall kind of thing. And then, of course, Croc pulls it out of there. But that was a big mistake because then that just brings the whole like this section. Down. Of, yeah, just brings the house down where we're at. And then this is an, the way that this this uh, this kind of like this little part of the story ends. We have Bullock who finally like gets out. You know, he's he's conscious again and then of course we have batman that comes out of the sewer and he's kind of just like Ugh, you know and then when bullock sees him he immediately points his gun at him you know? i know right yeah and it's just like what the hell and then batman is just like and then he gets out and then he pulls croc out who's unconscious you know right and he's pulling him up like one arm i'm like i know Dude, i know well me- well, remember, does he, does he... remember he, him and Thorn, who's fat as hell, they, you know, he did launch him off a building and had him, you know, let's face it. Batman is fairly strong. In this exactly. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, he pulls him up and uh, pulls up Croc. And then basically Bullock just kind of goes like, why would you, you know, stick your neck out for me? And then Batman admits that he was wrong. Like he flat out goes, Hey, I thought, I I thought you were some kind of piece of shit, but turns out I was wrong. And I was like, damn, there it is. I love the line. He says where we might, um, yes, we might view, we we might go about the law, the law, the law in different ways, but we both believe in it or something to that effect. I'm paraphrasing it terribly. No, no, it's a, no, no. Yeah. I think you pretty much got it, but yeah, he basically goes and it's just, it's just, kind of like it was just kind of that nod of like bullock and batman yeah they don't like each other you know we we know that bullock is not a fan of batman and batman just kind of summed it up right there he goes hey you know what we we look at the law differently we we handle it differently but hey guess what i'm not in in, unless you're gonna do something shady for real guess what you know i guess you're good jim was right and i'm sure gordon was like when, I mean, we didn't never we don't get to see him again, but he was probably like, <sighs> I know, <laughs> thank right. God, thank God. You know what? I'm going to be interested to do now since we are watching these in production order. Yeah. I want to pay attention to the relationship of Bullock and Batman after this episode. Like, do they keep True. some sort of continuity? Because, like, True. go back to that first episode on Leather Wings, Bullock is out for Batman the entire episode, POV. Yeah complete piece of shit you know mm-hmm. when it comes to batman i'd be interested to see if if the writers start to have some continuity at this early point in the series where 
Bullock isn't just gunning it for Batman the entire time. Yeah, we'll be interesting to look at that. Yeah, I think we'll be paying attention to that and we'll be talking about that. So yeah, basically the episode just ends with uh, Summer Gleason asking, you know, Bullock about being innocent. And of course, Bullock acts like acts like Bullock. I forgot exactly what he says, but Batman looks back and ready to kick oh, yeah. butts. That's what it is. So of course he's back at being Bullock. And it's funny because again, just seeing the relationship around it, Batman's watching on his in the Batcave, and he just kind of gives that Batman smirk. He like sits back and just kind of it's Bullock. Okay. Yeah. You know, and it's just again. A great episode, man. I mean, just really a great episode. I mean, a growth episode for Batman, a growth episode for Bullock. So much that's happening in this episode. And then being introduced to another, um, you know, pretty significant, I guess you could say, a rogues gallery type villain. He's a name. I mean, he's a name. I mean, that's the the thing. And, uh, of course, Spectrum doing the animation. So the whole thing just looked freaking gorgeous gorgeous the entire time absolutely gorgeous, yeah absolutely gorgeous and killer croc and i mean he's one thing about killer croc i mean obviously he was he's all throughout the animated series he's not a definitely not a one-off and then um you know of course we saw him in suicide squad and apparently you know we have a batwoman he's gonna be in batwoman which is by the way he looks really good like, good in batwoman I, I don't watch batwoman yeah. I, yeah. I i had never that even makeup Jeez. Oh, Jeez, that's they took they took they took a lot from Suicide Squad for sure. Oh, absolutely. And they yeah. nailed that look. Yeah, I mean. it's really good. They kind of made the mouth a little bit more crocodile like, you know, and I was like, wow, I, I saw that. And I was like, geez, like that. That's CW. What the fuck? But um, you played Arkham Asylum, right? Oh, yeah, of course. OK, of course. So. That fucking oh, that level. Dude, oh, that level. Dude, oh. I hated, dreaded. Even when I like went back and played it again, I dreaded that level because <laughs> if you guys haven't played Arkham Asylum, uh, when it comes to the Killer Croc level, you're basically what you're doing is you have to go down into the sewer of Arkham Asylum where Croc is. You don't know where he is, but you're down there. And you have all these wooden planks that you're walking across and you have to walk slowly and you have to get all these like uh um, these like like little sacks that have like that you can get the serum for whatever the hell for like a poison. I don't know. I forgot exactly what you do, but you have. To, yeah, I forget what you're doing yeah. at the time. Like, but you have to get these little things. egg sacks that are like like from like poison ivy or something like that. That that's going to create some kind of a serum or something like that. So the whole time, I mean, it's literally quiet, and you're walking around with your battering up, just, and then all of a sudden you hear splash, and then this music. You're like, "Where is he?" And you're just chucking batterings anywhere because that's the only way you can get him from not tackling you into the water. But you'd have no idea where he's coming from, and it was just like that. I, I mean, just to this day, that used to it just stressed me. There was one time I literally was like, I, I, I handed my controller to the roommate, put my roommate. Can you just fucking finish this? Uh, I can't do it. <laughs> and I was always playing Arkham Asylum like at like one in the morning or yes. something. I'm like, so freaky. Oh man. Yeah. And then he has a cameo in Arkham City. Yeah. If you, it's one of those stupid cameos that if you don't do it, if you don't go to the right place at the one right. time in the yeah. game, you don't get to see his cameo. It's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh man. I miss playing those games though, man. But that, yeah, that, that level stressed me out. It was just like, what? Cause you hear the music, you hear the splash and you're like, what, where is he coming from? And I just, where start is he coming from? 
I just start chucking. I'm like hitting the, the X button, just chucking my batterings. Where is he? And then, oh, man, so stressful. But um, any more to add to this episode? I think we have I think said we all it. there is to say. Um, looking forward to next week. Oh, what do we got next week? Fear of victory. Oh, there we go. We got some uh, Dick Grayson. We got yes. some Scarecrow. We got a newly designed Scarecrow. Yes, we finally get the, the we get the second Scarecrow design, yeah. a much improved yes. Scarecrow design. <laughs> Not just a eh, eh, like uh, a balloon know, exactly. Yeah, and <laughs> in in broadcast order, this would have been our first appearance of Dick Grayson. Yeah, exactly. But we already got that, of course, in. Uh, Christmas, Christmas with the Joker. Joker, yeah. But this is a, it's a very interesting episode because you know it has to deal with the the fear toxin again, and you know it's sports betting, sports betting that too. Yes, that's right. We get some sports betting again. Kids show, kids show, mm-hmm. kids show, guys. But you know Bruce Tim trying to you know and all those guys trying to push the push it to the limit there. But um, yeah, that's going to be a good episode too. Um, because yeah, like I said, Dick Grayson, another he, gorgeous uh, one. I don't know if that's yes. Spectrum or if that is uh, it's good animation, it's yeah. beautiful animation. I love yeah. that episode because you got like you know, those shots where you're like, you know, Dick is like losing his shit by looking down, down. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and seeing those, you know, and freaking out, man. Uh, yeah, so that'll be uh, that'll be fun to talk about that one. This was a great episode, too. Great conversation, as always, guys. So yeah, make sure you watch. That episode for next week, we'll probably, I think we'll be on the normal bat time. Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I don't think anything's really coming on me, to be honest. So it should be, should be good. But uh, we'll, of course, let you know. So yeah, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time next week. And uh, go ahead, Scott, plug yourself. Of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast, the DC Squadcast, wherever podcasts can be found. We're on Vero, Facebook, YouTube, and the entire network of shows at SquadcastMedia.com. Every Saturday with this guy talking Batman, the animated series. Yeah. And pretty much I got a busy week coming up because I'm whoring myself out to anyone yeah, who apparently wants to talk about Dune. That's right. So. We got a lot of Dune coming up right now. So, yeah. That's exciting. God, finally, right? God. <laughs> it's been, I mean, like every time you hear you read a review of somebody who's seen it and or just see clips, you're just like, can I fucking have this? You know, and it's funny too because my brother actually, he's like, I want to see that. And I'm like, sure. And, and he's like, oh yeah, that, I mean, I've, he, he's watched the Lynch version, never read the book or anything like that. Of course, I haven't been all the way through the book. I'm like halfway. I, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I'm at the point where I, I yeah, think the movie's going to end. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I'm pretty sure, but uh, I need to. I still want to continue on with it. Um, but um, so I think I'll be good with that. It's gonna be cool to be like, <laughs> yeah, that scene. Yeah, that's the scene I wanted to see here. <laughs> I'm gonna be like one of those. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna be. That's definitely gonna be that. And I thank you for, of course, supplying me with that reading material because, yeah, it's gonna make the movie experience a whole lot better. So yeah, there you go, guys. Uh, make sure you hit the like, thumbs up, subscribe, do all that, join everything. We got, of course, merchandise down below. We got Batman Fanimated stream shirt down below, which um, if you want to get yourself one, do so. And uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys clicking in. And man, it's just been a Batman filled day. And I think we're pretty satisfied, I would say. I think we were pretty satisfied with all the Batman we've had today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to sleep like babies tonight. That's what's going to happen with all this Batman we've got. All right, guys. We love you, and we'll talk to you later.